Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Saturday, 21st January, 2023. Our bit today is taken from Romans 12, verse 17a, that says, Recompense to or repay no man evil for evil. Sunshine, lollipops, and roses. Well, let's say a half out of three isn't bad, yes. We've got a touch of sunshine, and the truth is, it's not even true sunshine, but just less cloud cover. But you know what? We'll take it over some sort of precipitation and thoroughly dark clouds. And having laced away part, or my part of this lazy Saturday morning, I reluctantly turned my attention to the quotes that our friend Anselm sent us this past week as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. And we'll jump right into this first and ever so important one that says, forgive people in your life, even those who are not sorry for their actions. Holding on to anger only hurts you, not them. And sadly, that's the bane of so many of us in this week fearful, and ungodly world. We refuse to forgive those who have hurt us, thinking that we can do them something by withholding our forgiveness. But friends, the the last laugh will always be on us. Why? Firstly, because those whom we refuse to forgive will most likely go about their business unconcerned while we will be stewing in our hate, anger, and resentment, making ourselves physically, emotionally, and mentally sick. We must realize that basically, forgiveness is not for others. It's for us, for our well-being. And the second foolish aspect of unforgiveness is what happens with God when we don't forgive. How did Jesus put it in his sample prayer? He says, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And we know that comes from Matthew 6, 11 to 12. Yes, friends, that's what we are praying, for God to forgive us as we forgive others. So what does that mean? Eh? Jesus explains, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your heavenly Father forgive your trespasses. And you can find that in Matthew 6, 14 to 15. And it says it's all, and that says it all right there, my brethren. So please, let's forget this worldly nonsense about holding grudges and not forgiving, eh? because we are only afflicting ourselves. Then there's this quote which says, Sometimes those trying to bring you down don't know you are part of the reason they are still standing. And isn't that sometimes the awesome truth? So often our associates want to drag us down or usurp our positions, but don't realize that it's because of us they are where they are, and without us they'd be nothing. And I guess. The greatest example of that is the religious leaders of Israel who refused to accept Jesus and tried to railroad him to his death. 
because they figured he would spoil the good thing they had going in the bowels of the Roman Empire. They didn't realize that he was really the good thing that they needed and he had come to save them. And unfortunately, it's the same way with many of us. We resent and reject Jesus, but he's the only thing stand between, standing between us and eternal death and damnation. Yes, friends, it's only Jesus that's standing between us and hellfire. Please remember these ever so important words of his when he said, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And there again, we know that comes from John 3, 17. So it's not like we don't know the important scriptures. And yes, let me remind you again, Jesus is indeed the only reason why we are still standing. Please, please, let's acknowledge that hard and true fact and behave accordingly now. And that leads us to the following quote. A wise man once said, Be careful who you let on your ship, because some people will sink the whole ship just because they can't be the captain. No, isn't that a glorious truth? And I can attest to that through personal experience over the years. The thing some people would do for a little power is oftentimes surprising and unbelievable. They'd even torpedo their own livelihood just to be the boss. How foolish, eh? But that's the chain of foolishness and ignorance that Satan has some of us tied up in. Therefore, we have to be very careful who we let into our lives, especially in these days of so many lies, deceit, and fraud. Fraud is possibly the biggest crime going right now. And believe me, I just had one of those phone calls from one of the many current schemes that try to defraud you. And when you look at the missed calls, they are the same fraudulent schemers every day. They don't seem to give up. No, if they would just use that same persistence and perseverance in a legitimate job, they could do ever so much better. But for some reason or other, they choose the life of crime. However, having said that, this next quote shows us a better way. It says, if you ever get the chance to treat them the way they treated you, I hope you choose to walk away and do better. Yes, that's the right way if you are a follower of Jesus who express, who express these sentiments. You have heard that it had been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully or spitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans 
That's the te- tax collectors the same. And if you salute or greet your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. And you can find that in Matthew 5, 43 to 48. But the long and short of the story, my fellow saints, is that as followers of Jesus, we are supposed to rise above the norm. Not just do what others do, but more and better. That's the philosophy Jesus desires to espouse in his kingdom. And Paul encapsulates it so nicely in his letter to the church at Rome by saying, Recompense to or repay no man evil for evil. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And there again we know those quotes come from Romans 12, 17a and verse 21. So it's not like we don't know what's happening really, my people. Sure, man. Anyway, this last quote is self-explanatory. It says, when a flashlight grows dim or quits working, do you just throw it away? Of course not. You change the batteries, and when a person messes up or finds themselves in a dark place, do you cast them aside? Of course not. You help them change their batteries. Some need AA, that's a double A, attention and affection. Some need a triple A, that's attention, affection and acceptance. Some need a C, that's compassion. And some need D, which is direction. And if they still don't seem to shine, All you got to do is simply sit with them quietly and share your light. Oh, my people, in this sad, confused, evil, and ungodly world, there are too many of us who are suffering from a dim bulb or weak battery. Too many of us are flailing around in the darkness, and it needs us believers to attend to them with the love of Jesus so that they can be set free to walk out of their darkness into the marvelous and miraculous light of Jesus. And the only way that can happen is if we shine our light in their darkness. Like our Savior so wisely recommended, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And that comes from Matthew 5, 14 and 16. Now, please, as true believers, let's go out and do just that now, today and every day. Much love. And the postscript for today says, the goodness of God is the only thing that will overcome the evil of this world. And that's the gospel truth, friends. Only the goodness of God will help us to overcome the evil of this world. So please, let's concentrate on it. Now let's concentrate on God, on all the good things he's done for us, especially that most wonderful gift he's given us called Jesus. Without him, we are nothing. Remember that we are bound for hellfire and eternal damnation. So please, let's get wise, live for him, 
and be good, show the light of Jesus to the world so that they can come to know him and love him like we do. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.